why are XXL and 1X and 2X three different sizes? And which one is XXL? Is it 1X or is it 2X? Well, the answer is neither. Exactly. Sorry. (laughs) It makes no sense. The answer is just no. (laughs) You're listening to Burnt Toast. This is the podcast about diet culture, fat phobia, parenting, and health. I'm Virginia Soulsmith. I also write the Burnt Toast newsletter. And I'm Corinne Fay. I work on Burnt Toast and run Cell Trade Plus, an Instagram account where you can buy and sell plus-size clothing. And Corinne is here because it is time for your March Ask Us Anything episode. I feel like we should call these mailbag episodes. Ask Us Mm. Anything is so clunky. We may workshop that. Anyway, if someone has a better name, let us know. But it is time for us to answer your questions. We have a very good mix of questions. We're going to do some parenting questions, some clothing questions. Always, of course, a lot of good clothing questions. And then, like, the miscellaneous smorgasbord kind of questions. So some good stuff here. The miscellaneous ones are always my favorite. Agreed. And this is also a paywalled episode. That means to hear the whole thing, you'll need to be a paid Burnt Toast subscriber. It's just $5 per month or $50 for the year. Click the link in your episode description or go to virginiasolesmith.substack.com to join us. Corinne, what is new with you? It's very windy at your house today, right? Yes. Spring in New Mexico means horrible wind. So we're having like (laughs) 75 mile an hour winds. Sounds terrifying. If you don't live somewhere where wind is a thing, you don't realize how bad it is, but it's so bad. It It just makes everyone in a bad mood. Is it like dangerous? Can you drive? They do issue like high wind warnings, but I think it's more for like stuff falling on your house. And like, yeah, your roof blowing away. My other exciting thing was that this weekend I went on an unlikely hiker's hike. Ooh, so fun. How was it? It was fun. It was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I have been coveting the unlikely hiker's Merrill collab. Yes, some people were wearing those and they were very cute. My last Body Liberation Club hike, there were two, if not three people wearing the boots. And I was like, well... This is now all I can think about. (laughs) Now you need them. They're very cute. I just bought new hiking boots like three (laughs) months ago. I missed the window. So is Unlikely Hikers, for folks who don't know what that is, can you just like explain what that is and where they are and stuff? It's run by this person named Jenny Brousseau. Mm -hmm. Jenny, I think, travels around and does hikes in different areas. They also have worked with like the brand Gregory to make plus size backpacks and Mm -hmm. yeah, the Merrill boots. Mm-hmm. And there are also starting to be some unlikely hiker chapters. Cool. So that's cool. 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 I'm yeah. hoping that maybe there will be one in Albuquerque. Well, you can also start a body liberation hiking club chapter yes. because Alexa, who's listening, I'm sure. Hi, Alexa. She launched that here in the Hudson Valley, and now we have chapters popping up all around. Oh, that's so so cool. we'll link to that Instagram if people want to look for one. And I think they're very in sync with unlikely hikers. I don't think it's like a Jets and Sharks rivalry situation yeah. or anything. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. We are all for more people hiking in awesome ways. What's new with you? What's new with me is I have a child homesick, so also there's nothing new with me. It's <laughs> always a child homesick this time of year. So we may get some interruptions in this podcast recording. We'll see. But we've deployed her third parent, the iPad, to take care of things. Honestly, it would make me feel better if a child interrupted rather than my dog. <laughs> <laughs> you may just hear some faint coughing, and I promise like she sounds like a Victorian wave, but she's... <laughs> Totally fine. It's just a cold. So, all right. We're going to start with parenting questions. Yes. Anti-diet puberty books. 
At the recommendation of our doctor and the internet, we purchased the book Care and Keeping of You, Volume 1, for our eight-year-old girl. What a load of shit. So much diet talk. Am I too big? Questions. How is this five stars on Amazon? Why are we telling children to talk to their doctors if they need to diet to track the food they eat? I returned it. No need to have that book at our house when they are already receiving similar messaging out in the world. What puberty slash sex ed for preteen book recommendations do you have? So this is a spoiler for chapter 12 of my book, which is all about how anti-fat bias manifests in conversations around puberty. So get excited for that. Quick pre-order, shameless plug. Make sure you've got fat talk coming. Obviously, that is not a book you will hand to your child. I do not explain puberty in any detail, (laughs) but I talk about the messaging. And I have a little bit on the care and keeping of you because, yeah, that book is a wild ride. It has gone through many editions, and I will say the newer editions are better. You may have purchased an older edition, but there's definitely still diet culture vibes throughout the books that you need instead. And I'm also here just pulling from the resource section of Fat Talk. So this will all be listed there. Number one with a bullet is Sonia Renee Taylor, of course. Celebrate Your Body, It's Changes Too, the ultimate puberty book for girls. Now there is one footnote to this. Sonia Renee Taylor is amazing. We have discussed our love for her. Um, I have no criticisms of her, but the first edition of this book did have some food stuff in the like nutrition section that some folks objected to. I have it. I've had my nine-year-old read the book and I was like, let me know if you have questions about the food stuff. And it's just like, it's a little good food, bad food, but overall the book is phenomenal. I mean, not surprisingly, it's very grounded in the body is not an apology ethos. So that is a really fantastic one and the one we have in my house. Some other options to look into as well. A body image workbook for everybody by Rachel Sellers and Mimi Cole is a nice one. More specific to food stuff, which I know you're asking for like puberty sex ed, but I think it kind of relates. The Intuitive Eating Workbook for Teens by Elise Resch is very good. For younger, like more like probably like eight-year-olds, eight, nine-year-olds, Love Your Body by Jessica Sanders and Carol Rossetti is like a big picture book with amazing body-diverse illustrations and lots of really great messaging about how your body will be changing and how to celebrate the changes and all of that. So that one's really good. Last one for more of a take on like body image and food issues is No Way, A Teen's Guide to Positive Body Image, Food, and Emotional Wisdom. Did you ever read The Care and Keeping of You? Is that a puberty book you had to encounter? No, I've never read it or heard of it. The book that my mom gave me was called It's Perfectly Normal. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have that one too. I haven't revisited it, but I thought it was good. It's from the 90s, but... It's been updated as well. We have that one as well. One critique of that one is it's very gender normative. Oh, really? That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of puberty books are pretty gender binary. It does have a lot of, like, other diversity, though. I remember there being, like, sad people and people in wheelchairs. Yes, it is good on that. I mean, in general, I feel like puberty books are often very good on racial diversity and, like, disability diversity and less good on gender and body size diversity. That makes sense. There is room in this market is what I'm saying. Yeah, I wonder if there's books out there that address the gender stuff specifically. Sex is a funny word is a really great one for introducing a lot of the sex ed topics. 
It talks about masturbation in a really positive way. And it definitely talks about like sex and gender and gender identity and all of that stuff is in there. Really well done. I think what's tricky about this topic is like people will say puberty books. And it's like, do you just want something to explain Mm -hmm. how you get your period? It's such a huge topic. And so the other thing I would say is like, don't expect any one book to kind of answer everything. Like expect to have to keep diving into it. But yeah, that gives you a few to, to get into. And yeah, The Care and Keeping of You book, it is the American Girls Puberty book. I think we can retire that one. That would be my vote. All right. I'm going to read the next question. My daughter is 13, and until she was 10, I was fully immersed in diet culture. I have since done a 180, and I'm trying so hard to not regulate what my kids eat and just offer them options and let them choose. I try to have things I know they like available, and I try to talk about food neutrally. Often, though, it seems like my daughter is eating to the point of a stomachache, several times a week at least. And I wonder if part of that is she often takes very big bites and doesn't chew them much. Is she getting overly hungry? Does she need a reminder to take smaller bites? These are things I want to bring up with her. There could be something else going on, of course, and there's so many factors that go into a stomach ache. But I don't know how to have a conversation about it, or if I even should, without potentially shaming her or questioning her autonomy. I have been sort of hoping it would just work itself out, like maybe she would start recognizing it and adjust something, but it seems like feeling sick so often isn't great. How would you approach this? Okay, Freelist, this is where we leave you. If you want to hear everything Corinne and I have to say in response to that fantastic question and the whole rest of the episode, you are going to have to go to your episode description and click the link or go to virginiasoulsmith.substack.com and become a paid Burnt Toast subscriber. It's just $5 a month or $50 for the year. You get a ton of great perks and this whole great episode. So thank you for supporting independent anti-diet journalism.